You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1366. Get your psychology in the right spot because most of the time where people go wrong here is they get frustrated and tired and they stop because they feel like I'm never going to get there. Whereas if they look at their progress on how much they've made over uh, a year or 90 days or two years, it is just astronomical. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. So today we're going to talk about how to reach the next level if your business has hit a plateau. And I can tell you that I hear this a lot in any business. At any point, you're going to be at a crossroads. Either something was working or it's not working as well. Maybe your profit seems like it's decreasing and you're working just as hard. Or maybe you're trying to grow to that first 250 or 500 or million and you're just stuck. You feel like a hamster on the hamster wheel and you're like, ah. I just don't get it. Well, today's episode is all about how to bust through a plateau. And it happens to all business owners. If you are not hitting a plateau, guess what? Uh, you're moving probably at a snail's pace, right? So at any point, you know, my uh, kids, I've got a, quite a few summers in my family. They're actually all summers. And uh, inevitably what happens is uh, when they were younger and they first started out, man, they were getting better every single meet, dropping time, and it was pretty fun to watch, right? That's the funnest part in business. But over time, as they got better, uh, you start to see periods where they either plateau or they get slower for a period of time. And so then we have to look back and tweak things to which eventually they will make those changes consistently over time and then get to that next level. So hopefully this episode is going to be plateau busting, income generating, bad month blasting episode (laughs) to help you grow to that next level. So how do you bust through a business plateau? Well, the first thing is understand that this is normal. And if you're in business, it's going to happen. So what is it going to be? Are you going to stay the same? Are you going to accept this? Are you going to make the decision to jump to that next level? Well, I can tell you that these small levers in business add up over time for really for this growth. And so some people, they don't want to mess with the small levers, the small little changes that think that they will add up over time. And so the first thing that I want you to do is a concept that I learned from one of my mentors, Dan Sullivan, and that is measuring your progress versus your goal, right? Dan calls it the gap versus the gain. I call it progress versus the goal. So let's say that you have a goal and you want a $50 million net worth by the time that you retire and you're looking for a million dollars net a year. And you went from a job, maybe you were making 40 or $50,000 a year at, and now you know you want to get to that million dollars. And you've been in business for a couple of years and maybe you've made a couple hundred grand this year and it just feels like, ugh, you're working hard, you're never going to get to that million dollars, right? And it seems like, oh, I'm on a treadmill and I'm answering phone calls and I'm talking to a motivated seller and I'm going to get that check. Now, remember, the important thing here is to get your psychology 
in the right spot. Because most of the time where people go wrong here is they get frustrated and tired and they stop because they feel like I'm never going to get there. Whereas if they look at their progress on how much they've made over uh, a year or 90 days or two years, it is just astronomical. So it's funny. So I still get disappointed with myself, right? It's, it's natural. I, I've hit plateaus. And I look at where my life is right now. I've got a, a beautiful home. I've got four kids. We get to go on vacations pretty much anytime we want and spend money on those vacations and buy nice things and take time off. And I am truly blessed, right? But yet I still get frustrated and disappointed. And sometimes, guess what? I feel like quitting. <laughs> now I look back to the Todd Toback from 2002. I had a job I was making, I don't know, you know, sixty-five, $70,000 a year, and I would do anything to break out of corporate America. I would do anything to do my first real estate deal. And I remember like, oh, if I could just own my own house and be able to go on vacation and do what I want to do. And I look at that and I accomplished everything that I set out to do from that first day, but yet I still get disappointed because guess what? At every new level, there's another devil. And my standards will change. And your standards will always change. You will acclimate to your current position. And that's okay, right? That's what entrepreneurs do, right? We're crazy, psycho, self-improvement, you know, people who will never stop. And so understand that while we want to use that to drive us, we can't let it stop us. And so you have to focus on all the progress that you've made. Maybe you've just did your first marketing campaign and you took that leap, right? It was scary for you to spend 1500 bucks on a mailing campaign or scary to get on the phone and start cold calling people, right? Or put a house on the MLS or make $40,000, right? The other day we got a, a check, which rarely, rarely happens, a, a check from an escrow company. Usually all that money is wired into our bank account, but for some reason they had to mail me a physical check. It was a new company. It's rare. I haven't had it happen in five years. And I opened the check and inside was a $40,000 check from a deal that my company had done. And I just kind of put it on the table like it was just normal course of business. And my wife was like, Todd, what the heck are you doing? And I'm like, what? You know, and she's like, why are you putting this $40,000 check on the kitchen counter? And this goes back to forgetting how far you've come, right? I should have gotten that and jumped up and down and screamed. Because when I got that first $40,000 check and held it in my hand and showed my wife, I was in tears, right? The first time. So understand that you have to look at the progress and not the goal. Second part is, is that you most likely got your progress from small increments, not some big, giant, earth-shattering move, right? But small things that you took. Maybe you sent that first marketing campaign. Maybe you made that first phone call. Maybe you talked to that first cash buyer. Maybe you made that first offer. But all of these in aggregate, right, start to add up. And so you have to realize you made this long progress by small little moves that you took consistently over time inside plateaus, in slow times, in good times, in bad times that got you to where you got to go. So you got to keep doing those small things. And now we're going to make some small tweaks without, okay, crashing the bus. So that being said, I'm going to give you some small levers to bust your plateau. So one of the first things I'm going to talk about is sales and negotiation. So if this is a podcast without sales and negotiation, you're probably on the wrong podcast because <laughs> I talk about it pretty much every episode. 
it's critical. And so you have to take a look at, am I getting sloppy in my sales and negotiation or am I taking it to the next level? I would recommend trying to take your deal size up from 25 to 25,000. I'd recommend that you try to take it to $50,000, right? So that one move will help you bust through a plateau. Just try to add maybe $10,000, $20,000 to each deal. Set a new standard. Get out of your comfort zone. Don't be scared to lose a deal, right? Make a seller an offer and if they counter you and it's not sufficient, Hold your position and see where it goes, okay? You do this over time, over a period of, let's say, 30 deals a year, and you make an extra $15,000 a deal. That's an extra $450,000, which is pretty much all profit because all the overhead is spent and the time and the energy. So just try to make an extra ten dollars or $15,000. Next, tasks might be eating you alive, okay? So in business, inevitably, you will have little stuff that just eat away at you, like little gnats, okay? I remember I was uh, in Florida visiting my dad, who lives on the east coast of Florida, and I remember we were uh, sitting around a fire pit at night on the beach house that we rented, and all of a sudden, these little bugs come out. I guess they call them noceums. We don't have this stuff in California, uh, but in Florida, it was, it was amazing until we got the noceums, okay? The noceums came out, and they call them noceums because you can't see them, but they are deadly, <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, they started just eating us, right? They were little, little tiny things. You couldn't even see them. But it was like, zzz, 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 zzz. and my whole family was just like, they're eating us alive. Ah! And we ran inside and pretty much it was, they were so small, but there were so many of them. I said, and that's why we don't live in Florida. Okay, this is why we live in California. By the way, for all of my Florida listeners, I love you. Florida is a beautiful state. You got a great a governor there, but California, this conservative, uh, Republican will stay in California. <laughs> the bugs are so small, yet they cause an impact. So my challenge to you is you probably have administrative stuff that's killing you. So what is that? It's the bill that you have to pay. It's the credit card you have to uh, pay. It's the closing statement that your bookkeeper or accountant or CPA or the lady at H&R Block needs that you didn't send her or him. It's the uh, contract that you have to send to the escrow company. It's the list that you have to pull to call it or to mail to it. It's the postcard proof that you have to approve. And so there's a million things every single day that are eating you alive, your brain. It's taking away from your highest level of activities, which is leading and selling. And so if you're caught up in, in doing these things and you're like, oh my gosh, these tasks are eating me alive, you might want to take a look at hiring a very good virtual assistant to get in front of you. Okay, a good virtual assistant will be able to uh, take a lot of stuff off of your plate. But regardless, you want to have someone who can check your email in front of you, can do all these tasks for you, can free your time up. So you could do more of the $500 to $1,000 an hour activities. Every time you are, and by the way, people, a VA is extremely inexpensive. You could hire someone between $800 to $1,000 a month working full time for you. Your time is worth $500 to $1,000 an hour in its highest and best use when you're negotiating with a motivated seller. Think about it. Once you've got a motivated seller on the phone and you know they're motivated, you meet with them, you sell the property, you probably got six or seven hours in that deal. And I know there's some other things that lead up to that. But if you're making $25,000 on that deal, that's $2,500 an hour, right? If you're making $50,000 a deal, that's $5,000. Uh, I'm sorry, no, that's more than that. That's $10,000 an hour if you do a $50,000 deal. $5,000 is an hour if you are doing a $25,000 deal. If you can eliminate all the little tasks that eat you up 
in between meeting with that motivated seller and getting the contract in sight. So where am I going with all this? You're like, well, Todd, I do have those tasks. You want to start to unload those tasks to spend as much time in those highest level activities, not as fast as humanly possible, as efficiently as possible. And so what I would do is I would write down all the stuff that's the gnats. Write it all down, the gnats, right? You have these little gnats are hitting you, write them all down, right? Hire a good virtual assistant and delegate those tasks. Next thing that I'm gonna tell you is sometimes people, they get a little sloppy in their their lead follow-up or on who they're following up with. So every week I'm gonna challenge you, and if you just do just this, this will probably bust you through a plateau. Every week, every Monday, I want you to focus on your top 20 leads. Who are the top 20 people who are hot or warm, who have a problem, who might need to be solved? And then go into those leads and you want to say, okay, what is the next step that needs to happen here, right? What is that very next step that needs to happen here? And go in there and do that every uh, Monday. Now, I don't like it to be more than 20, max 30, okay? But for me now, I've lowered that to 20 because every single Monday, people should be coming off that list and people should be going on that list, right? Either you close that deal or maybe someone's not a priority anymore and they come off that list, right? But either way, you know who are the top 20 who you were following up with. So now you could laser target and say, okay, these are the people who I'm gonna focus on this week and eliminate all the noise. That's how you close leads. Okay, next, you gotta ask yourself, do you have mediocre team members? So you may notice that you have people on your team who are doing a good enough job, but they're not great. And so what my challenge to you is, maybe they need a little tune-up, you need to have a conversation with them, like, hey, we have to be move at a higher level, here's the vision, Here's where we're going, right? I need you to do X and get them back on track and hold them accountable. If you're feeling like, hey, they're mediocre, uh, maybe it's time to look for somebody else. Maybe this person is a drag on your business. Maybe you got a great team, but maybe this next step is you are at capacity and you need to hire somebody else, okay? Now you wanna watch your profit here, right? And you wanna make sure because you may find that you've got a sucky team member that you can't go and now you've got a new person who could do three people's job. I see it all the time. So don't look at it as an expense, look at it as an investment, okay? So maybe you need to hire somebody else, maybe it's another VA, right? Someone to handle all of your buyers and disposition and someone to handle all your acquisition and marketing, okay? Next, getting sloppy on leads. Oh, this is a big one. I noticed the more sophisticated wholesalers get, they tend to get more impatient because of those little gnats I was talking about earlier. So what they start doing is looking for the low-hanging fruit. They're like, you know what? I only wanna talk to people who are ready to sell today. So they start to look for people who are only ready to sell today and they start being short or just getting off the phone with people too quick or labeling unmotivated way too quickly and start throwing leads in the trash and then they're not following up properly. And I can tell you that, especially in this environment, 80% of your leads are gonna come from follow. That's very, very, very important, okay? So don't get sloppy on your lead. That goes back to the top 20, Okay, and following up consistently, understand that if someone's got a motivation, uh, if someone has motivation, but you're not there on price, you hear no, that just means not yet. And so they're gonna need nurturing. FYI, just so you know, my team right now is working on a lead, get this, 11 years old. Okay, 11 years old we've been working this lead. Now, I don't know if we're gonna close it. It might be the boy who cried wolf, but I need everyone to root for our team right now to close this lead. Okay, once it does, I am gonna go, Nuts. I might do some crazy giveaway here. I heard the, I heard the news today that we were really close on that lead and it should be actually a, a six figure profit lead. So I'll let you know how that works. 
Next is uh, not listing your properties on the MLS. Remember, you want to list your properties for top, top dollar so that you can get top dollar. You don't want to get sloppy with your buyers list. If you are not listing on the MLS, at least, at least make sure that you're refreshing your buyers list so you can sell for top dollar. Next, you got to ask yourself, have you lost your passion for this business? So I find that people lose their passion for business for a couple of reasons. Number one, because they're in a plateau. Number two, because they have mediocre employees around them. Or three, because they are doing menial tasks that are not in their strengths, right? So we solve the first two, right? Hire a VA, that'll give you a fresher mind. Two is the business is plateauing. You're gonna use what we got here. That will get refreshed. Also, the people that are around you who don't have the excitement you do, man, that's draining. Right, so you gotta get those people out of your life and your passion will come back. You have to reignite it and say, you know what? I'm gonna take this business to the next level and this is what it's going to look like. Well, this is a good one. So a lot of times people rely on credit cards or sucking too much money out of their business. And so they starve it. They're not reinvesting into marketing. And so because of that, they're on this ebb and flow, this roller coaster. And so they think they're on a plateau, but they're really on a roller coaster because they keep on maybe using credit paying credit card fees, then not marketing. And then finally, they do a bunch of deals and get that money and spend it and then go back on the credit card. And so they're not understanding their numbers, they're using credit cards, and they're just really sloppy with their finances. And then when the money does come into the business, they suck that business bone dry. Uh, There's a great book out, a lot of real estate investors uh, have checked it out. Check out Profit First. Phenomenal book. But if I had to really help you here, here's what I would do. Number one, set yourself up on a small salary uh, in your business. So for me, I like a number four or $5,000 a month and pay yourself $5,000 a month. Put it either through payroll or uh, like like uh, QuickBooks or Gusto or just pay yourself out of uh, your bank account through an automatic transfer, okay? Of course, talk to your CPA about any kind of payroll legalities there. But my recommendation is doing that so you now are bringing consistent income and paying yourself at least forty-five to $60,000 a year in a paycheck. Start there. So now you know that money is coming in every single month. And so you will see that money get sucked out of your account. So now you will be forced to generate at least that every single month plus your expenses. Okay, do not wait for money to come in. You have to pay yourself every single month. And then what I would do is take a portion off every deal and you know, my amount that I would take is $15,000 off the top, okay? And put it in another account in your business, okay? Call it your pay account, okay? 15,000 off the top and put that in another account to pay yourself later, okay? So put it in that account, 15% off the top of every single deal for now. Now, leave the rest in the operating account. Make sure that you're not using credit cards or you're paying them off in full every single month. And now you're going to have a better idea of how your business is running. Every quarter, take out 50% of what's in that pay account. Okay, so let's just say this quarter quarter you generate 100 grand, right? You're going to take out of the 100 grand, you're going to take an additional 15,000 from the other $5,000 a month you paid for yourself, right? And now you're going to pay yourself now $7,000 that first quarter. Now, remember, let's say you do something else the, uh, the next quarter, same thing. Right, but now you're going to have the seven, the seventy-five hundred plus. You're going to have another fifteen come in the next quarter, right? So now that number is actually going to be bigger, right? So fifteen percent off the top of every deal, put it in an account in the business, okay? Every quarter, take 
50% of what's in that account and don't touch it any other time. In addition to paying yourself $5,000 a month, you could tweak those numbers, okay? Those aren't exact. If you're doing, if your numbers are much bigger, you can adjust those. Pay off your credit cards, pay off your debts because you gotta have to work within the confines of what's in that account, okay? If you are not, if your accounts are kind of running bone dry, you're not making enough money. You must make more money and reduce expenses. So I love it because it's kind of a forced budgeting tool. So lastly is uh, you're doing marketing that's no longer working, okay? I know many people who have been just doing the same marketing and they do it month after month after month and that's good. I love that consistency, but you gotta pay attention to the ROI. Maybe you had a cold caller that was good, but now they're starting to suck, right? You have to now either tune them up, change the list, change uh, maybe their accountability, right? And maybe that person has to go. I don't know what it is. Maybe you have a postcard that you're using that's now getting stale. Maybe you got to try a new list. Maybe you got to try a new postcard. Maybe all of a sudden you were on radio, but now there's five other people who are advertising on radio, right? You're going to have to tweak that. So take a look and track and measure, okay? By the way, many people, they don't have time to do this because guess what? They're, they're, they're stuck doing all the administrative stuff. So that's why at least, at least you got to have a virtual assistant on your team. So let me review. Number one is, uh, remember, you got to look at the progress, not the goal. Okay, get your head in the right space. These small tweaks will help. Small levers will add up. I just gave you a bunch. You got to remember that these small tasks are eating you alive. At least hire a virtual assistant. If you don't have an assistant, you are one. Are all your team members moving to the next level? Are they growing? Are they doing what they're supposed to do? Are they mediocre? If not, train them up. If they don't grow, move on. You might need to hire somebody else. Maybe you're under hiring, right? Just pay attention to your profit and loss and make sure that the answer to low revenue is is not hiring somebody else unless it's a salesperson. Make sure you're reinvesting into your marketing. I think I taught, I might've skipped that, but reinvest money back into marketing every single month consistently. Don't get sloppy on your leads. Do your top 20 every single month. Not listing your properties on the MLS or not keeping your buyers list refreshed. Uh, you got to renew your passion for your business. Okay, so that's either getting the stuff off your table, getting really excited about what's next and challenging yourself or removing people from your life who are not ready to go. Relying on credit cards, that's a bad, bad scene right there. So make sure you're paying yourself every single month, at least $5,000 a month. Take the 15% off the top of every single deal, put it in account. Every quarter, take out half of that and pay yourself, okay? Do that consistently, that number will go up every single quarter. Lastly, measure your marketing, okay? If it's not working, tweak it. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will talk to you on the next show. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.